Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hi, I'm back with another creative pep talk. And today I, I want to talk about protecting your creativity. And that may sound kind of weird, but after last time, it probably shouldn't. So as we've talked about, you know, people and things and situations and so many different things can throw us off course and keep us from doing the things that we love to do and even make us try to kill off parts of ourselves as a result. Protecting your creativity is really closely related to that. It's, it's all about making sure that you're making the time to do the things you love because you matter. But it's also about making sure that other people don't interfere, that other people can't influence what you're doing in ways that lead to you not doing it. I interviewed a woman named Tracy Matthews a little while ago, and you'll find her episode really easily if you haven't heard it already, because it's called Protecting Your Creativity with Tracy Matthews. And we talked about that a lot. But, you know, it's also something that's come up in conversations with different authors and other people. This whole idea that you do something and you love doing it and you want to share it. And that's fantastic. You know, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to share your work. The thing is, you need to make sure that you're sharing it with the right people and you need to make sure that you're sharing it at the right moments. If you show something to someone who is not your audience, and it may be really hard at the beginning to figure out who your audience is, but what this really means for right now is don't just show it to anybody, right? Your mom, depending on what kind of mom she is is probably going to tell you that it's great. Some moms will tell you it's awful. So, you know, adjust accordingly. But that's because she's your mom, right? And so will you trust her feedback? Will you trust that it's really good? Or will you just say, eh, she's my mom. She has to say that. If you show it to your best friend and your best friend just isn't a fan of manga or horror or whatever it is that you're writing or whatever style you're singing or whatever, they may not like it no matter how great it is. You know, I mean, you could be Ella Fitzgerald, but if your best friend hates jazz, she's not going to like it. And what I'm saying here is not only show things to people who are going to like it. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, especially when you're at the beginning of a process, your process is delicate especially if you've only just started doing something, but even if you've done it for decades, your process is delicate at the beginning. If you aren't to a point with it yet where you know exactly what you have and you feel confident and secure in what you have, enough that it can withstand criticism that you're not ready for, or even that you might think you're ready for, you don't want to show it to anybody yet. I've often said on Quora and other places that, you know, the beginning of a project, what you have is made of gossamer and moon dust. And if somebody so much as breathes on it wrong, it is all going to crumble to dust in front of you. It's the difference between having five pages of new writing versus 50 pages of new writing. And those are arbitrary numbers that I have picked out of a hat. In your case, it may be 150 pages of new writing before you get to that stage. You'll know because you'll be able to feel it. It'll be solid inside you. And you'll know that whatever somebody says, you can hear it as feedback that will help you make something better. 
Or you may hear it as this person just doesn't get it. And I don't want to, I'm not going to give much credit to what they're saying, but but that's what protecting your creativity is about. It's a precious commodity. It is so easily knocked away from us. And so you really want to make sure that you're holding it very close to the proverbial vest until you are really ready to hear feedback on it, until you can stand back far enough from it to objectively look at what you have and say, oh, you know what? I see what you mean. I can make that part better. Or to say, I understand why you might think that, but I don't think that it really fits with the rest of what I'm working on here. So I'm going to ignore that piece of feedback for now. It, it's discernment, but most of all, it's just, it's security. It's, it's in your body. You need to feel it. And if you don't feel it yet, you're not there. So you may not be there until the second or third draft of a novel. You may not be there until, you know, you've, recorded 16 different versions of the same song but you'll know at some point you really should show it to somebody else just because feedback is a great thing and will really help you grow as long as it's feedback from people who actually know what they're talking about and understand that this is a process and that there are ways to give feedback and there are ways not to which actually I should do a whole pep talk on that but for now, just remember your creativity, like treat it, treat it like a precious gem. You're not going to leave it out where anybody could grab it or steal it, stomp on it, whatever. You're going to put it in a special place and you're going to take care of it because it matters. And so do you. See you next time. You can find show notes, the six creative beliefs that are screwing you up and more at fycuriosity.com. I'd also love for you to join the conversation on Instagram. You'll find me at fycuriosity. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. See you next time.